Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 59 of The Weird Weird West. We're in the Western Heroes section, which offers statistics and profiles and role-playing tips for various Western and Western-adjacent and Western-adjacent related heroes. We've talked about the Gunslingers, who are obviously appropriate. They belong here, with the obvious exception of Lincoln Slade, who belongs in the garbage. Red Wolf, though, is really only here because he's a member of the Rangers, because the other Rangers are more Western-themed than he is. But just because they're on theme, it doesn't mean that I don't hate them. I have no time for the Rangers, and I especially resent that their presence in this book caused the author to include characters who absolutely do not deserve the space they take up, which is the case with today's character, Shooting Star. I'll put Shooting Star's image up on the visual companion for this episode at patreon.com slash megadumbcast. That'll be a free post just so you can see what she looks like. It's about what you'd expect, though. She's a blonde white woman with two six-guns that aren't really six-guns. They're, they're gimmick trick six-guns bought for her by her rich dad. She's got a couple of gun belts. She's got cowboy boots. Her costume has long sleeves, but like short legs, like bike short length legs. She looks like nothing so much as a professional wrestler with a cowgirl gimmick that she was clearly assigned at random. <laughs> she has no investment in, and she has no idea what to do with these gimmick six shooters. Now, I know she isn't actually a pro wrestler, but that's about all I can tell you for sure about this character. She has the same little background section as all the other characters. She has stats just like everybody else, including, frustratingly, as I mentioned days ago, a bonus with her revolvers that makes her a better shot than the Rawhide Kid, you know, the greatest gunman who ever lived. But I'm not going to get deep into the details about either the bio or the powers, because it's all undermined by probably the most notable thing about Shooting Star. It comes up a few times, but I'll quote from the Contacts section. Quote, Contacts. Shooting Star was a member of the Texas Rangers, and especially close to Texas Twister, who was also her lover. Texas Twister is also in this book. We'll get to him later. I don't know why anybody would want to get involved with that guy, but whatever. Both of these characters can go fuck themselves, and so, in all fairness, if they want to trade jobs and fuck each other, I guess I can't complain. As long as the job gets done and they both get fucked. Quote, After being captured by the West Coast Avengers, Star claimed to have always been a demon. If this is true, which is unlikely, she has various demonic contacts, most notably Master Pandemonium. Yes, shooting Star is a rich cowgirl and aspiring rodeo star with two gimmick six-shooters and a brave spirit, but possibly, not probably, but maybe, uh, none of that is true, and she has always been a demon from hell working for Master Pandemonium. Here are the role-playing notes. Quote, As a demon, Shooting Star was a steadfast servant of Master Pandemonium. As Shooting Star, she was a strong-willed, brave, and fiercely loyal member of the Rangers. A proud woman, one of her greatest desires was proving to the world that the Rangers were a top-rank superhero team. These are not helpful role-playing notes, because what they're telling me is, you are either a brave and good-hearted woman who wants to be a hero, or you're a demon doing hell stuff for your demon boss. It's just, I feel like, you know, as an actor, I need to make a choice about this, and I could really use some guidance. This is like if you were directing an actress in Othello, who's playing Desdemona, and you're like, you are the innocent, faithful, and tragic wife of Othello. And remember, you may be Iago in a wig. But, but you know, it's not like that, because 
Desdemona is fairly essential to the plot of Othello, I would say. If you, as an actor or director, aren't sure if she's Iago in a wig, you're just going to have to live with that uncertainty because the story really does require her presence. In stark contrast, there is no fucking reason to bring Shooting Star into this adventure. I mean, she's wearing cowboy boots. I guess she has that going, like she's got the right footwear to walk back and forth across this fucking desert around Dodge City. Although, I'll bet you good money those are fake boots. Woman or demon, I'm willing to bet she's wearing like Halloween costume style soft-soled boots. I'm not sure about her metaphysical status, but the glam poser vibe is strong. But truly, other than like her style, other than her cowgirl aesthetic, she's not an Old West character. She happens to be from the Southwest, but you know... Genghis Khan isn't, and he's here, so it's not like you gotta check the fucking Mighty Marvel Index of character zip codes to see who you can put in this adventure. It can be anybody. It's kind of one of the advantages of the premise of this scenario. She's a gunslinger who doesn't use real guns, but is a better shot than the actual iconic heroes of the Marvel Old West. Rawhide Kid, Kid Colt, Two-Gun Kid, Banshee the Horse. So like the characters who are the main draw of this time travel adventure, she's pulling focus from them, but she doesn't have any meaningful connection to the setting. She's going to make it feel less like you're visiting the Wild West than like you're visiting a hokey Wild West show. And all of that would be forgivable if it weren't for the fact that she may or may not even exist. You thought that Vision and Moon Knight's stat blocks were like out of date and equivocal. We got a stat block for this person that can't even assure us that she's a person. Her occupation is listed as, quote, rodeo performer, adventurer, possible demon. I mean, bare minimum, the author could have made a call. I mean, he's going to stand here and just look us in the face and tell us that Moon Knight has moon powers that Moon Knight has not had for some time now, because that's the fucking stat block and the author stands behind it. He could have done the same thing here and just done a stat block for Shooting Star and assert that she's Shooting Star and say who she is and what she cares about and how to role player. And then at the end, just do a weaselly little note that's like, recent comic book events have called into question whether Shooting Star is actually a woman or a little shape-shifting demon who invented the joke character of Shooting Star as an elaborate, subtle way of shitting on Texas. And then just leave it at that. We, we've seen the author do that before. But this was, I think, either an ongoing or recently wrapped story, if I'm not mistaken. And it's a testament to how little Shooting Star has to offer that this is like the big thing about her. There's nothing about Shooting Star that comes close to being as interesting as the fact that she may have been a demon all this time. So whether she is or she isn't, my conclusion is, who needs her? There are other Western-themed heroes, some of them from the actual Old West, as we'll have occasion to talk about later. But not tomorrow, alas. Tomorrow, join me as this book wastes my time with the boring backstory of a minor character who might not exist on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret, patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Thanks for listening.